special episode of Nerds with Friends. My name is Cody Leach. I'm joined by Christian Garcia. What up? And uh, the audio is going to sound kind of weird because we're coming to you from the green room at the San Francisco Punchline with one of our return guests, Mr. Sandy Danto. How are you, sir? Yes, we're on location. I'm great. I know. I just had a very good set that was met with mediocre response. <laughs> yeah, the response did not do it justice because it was, it was fantastic. Thank you. Um, it's hard to go from last night where I headlined and the room was fairly full. Sure, yeah. A lot of fanfare. A lot of fanfare. <laughs> Even the people that I offended with my racist and misogynistic and homophobic and rape jokes still came up to me after and told me how much I changed their point of view. Yeah. <laughs> and how much they loved me. That's the well, best. I, they're like, they're rape jokes that my mom could laugh at. Yeah, you know, and those are hard to find. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I just feel like there's always, you can tell when it's coming from a point of comedy and where it's funny, and that obviously that's what hit, you know. Yeah, yeah. But tonight, I could, I literally couldn't tell a joke that would get more than like a... <laughs> I think there was a lot of uh, your typical San Francisco granola. Oh, like, yeah. You know, the, you're in a comedy... They got offended with, when I made fun of Wells Fargo. mailmen and Wells Fargo. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what the fuck? The, the mailman, like, when you went to high-five the guy, and he was like, like what? <laughs> what a jerk-off. Like, participate a little bit, you know? It's like, God. Also, Christian used to work for Wells Fargo. Yeah, or he's, so. or really? Or nah, right? nah, nah, nah. He used to, <laughs> for sure. I mean, uh, <laughs> what, who on earth... Who takes their offend, side? Take takes offense when you make fun of a corporation literally <laughs> the bane of all of our existence <laughs> yeah, they're exactly. tr- they're actively trying to ruin our lives just to make money yeah. and you're offended on their behalf you're a piece of shit yeah now the great point you made was that you can't be a hippie and a corporate yeah the yeah time. they got mad because i was making fun of people just people in general mailmen or whoever <laughs> and then they got mad at, i made fun of a corporate bank like <laughs> Well, who do you hate? <laughs> Pick a lane. Pick a lane, exactly. No, you can't put people in a box. They're just going to be offended they're by just, Yeah, they're just... We're all just people. Even corporations are just people. Corporations are just people. <laughs> you ever see that episode of Community? Oh, yeah. Where where the guy's name's Subway? Yeah, exactly. It's no, so I've good. never seen that episode. you ever seen that? Oh, it's, it's, so great. it's great. Community Third is, season, I believe. Yeah, it's one of those underrated shows, and you think about like how big Donald Glover has gotten... And I mean, it's it's some of his funniest shit was in that movie or that show. Yeah, um, it's crazy to think even before that he was in Derek comedy and did those sketches and they made that movie. Yeah, he's and now he's a he's going to be an egot guy for sure. Oh yeah, yeah he's he's one of those guys where he like he's retiring rapper rapping already because he's just said all he's had to say. I'm like, what the fuck? It's like. Well, I, I, he's one of those dudes that's like super talented in a lot of things. Oh, but, yeah. Yeah, it's just like, all right, I'm done with this. I'm going to move on to, to something yeah, else. Exactly. My wife has a crush on him. I think yeah. she's he's on her list. <laughs> and you know what? I, who am I to stop her? Yeah. If he's if he's into it, which I he should be, because my wife... I, I want, I'm working on a joke where I'm like, this is how I know I'm attractive. <laughs> <laughs> I married someone who's way better looking than me. Yep. And I'm not rich. <laughs> That, that's how I know there's something about me. I got something. Yeah. Right. Or I can just do something with my dick that other people can't do. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I do this weird little thing where I just 
twist completely around. You ever do that one? No. Okay. You guys no, ever talent. never ever know people like from high school or growing up that they always have they're serial daters. Yeah. But they all and, but like they always have a boyfriend or girlfriend. Yep. But they are kind of undesirable. <laughs> oh yeah. That's like I, you and you're just like you must do something with your genitalia that no one else can do. Yeah. Like what is it that that you keep having people that are like so into you all the time. That's really funny. And a few people who are listening are going to know who I'm talking about, but I'm not going to say their name, but you literally just described a very close friend of mine. (laughs) His name is Christian Garcia. Yeah, no. (laughs) It's just like, like, wait, what? Like, how do I connect? Like, I can't explain. And I've even had other, like, friends that are girls. They're like, oh, what's up with your friend? I'm like, really? That guy? (laughs) Like, you're curious about that guy? Yeah, and they always, they're always with someone that's like, a little out of their league. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. There's I feel like when my wife introduced me around to people, when <laughs> after we got together, they they probably were like, "What what must he be able to do with his, yeah. with his dick?" Yeah, I mean, either that or you know, they, you give off like a weird pheromone or something. Yeah. That's that's the dream, right? It's it's the you big discover big that energy. you just waft off yeah. this like sexual scent that everyone just loves. Apparently, I my bo smells like. Vanilla Body Spray from Victoria's Secret in 1999. Oh, that's, that was a good one. That was that gave that a was lot huge. of huge. What year did you guys graduate high school? Uh, oh, 2005. One. Okay, I'm a young. I'm 02. Oh, one. So, so I'm bridging the gap here. Yeah, yeah. There you go. But in high school, that Victoria's Secret body oh, yeah. spray was the thing. Oh man, yeah. Everybody I'm, I'm sure that gave a lot of boys their first boner. Did you guys go to? Do you grow up here in the Bay Area, both of you? Yeah, I, yeah. I was in San Jose. You in yeah, San Francisco. a little bit further down cool. south. So you were here before it was cool. The, Actually, the after it was cool, then it was cool again, then it wasn't cool, then it was cool, then it wasn't cool, and now it's gentrified. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I got in right before the gentrification, which is awesome because I found an apartment that I can afford to live in. That's really cool. But also I'm going to die in that apartment because yeah. now I can't afford to go anywhere else. How did you manage to get locked into the rent for the same price oh i'm pretty sure that my landlord doesn't know what the internet is and so cool. you know he's just like yeah guys you know water and garbage is a little bit more expensive this year so i'm gonna have to raise rent like a hundred bucks and there's four of us who live in this in this four bedroom three bathroom see the key know, is to protest flat. whatever raise happens <laughs> yeah you know it's like 10 bucks cool. oh, man i don't know i mean i don't know man Gonna have to switch to canned soup again, but you know, I just uh, offered I to get take it. less money at work because I love my job and <laughs> yeah. it's like for a good cause. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I always wondered because I was I went to eat in the Tenderloin today. Oh gosh! Which is for people listening that don't live in the Bay Area, it's the bad part of town. I feel like multiple cities have a Tenderloin, and for yes. being the most delicious succulent part of an animal. Right. It's always the it's not worst, the most delicious part of the succulent city. point of San Francisco. Yeah. It, it it's cool if you're like, huh, I wanna possibly get some really good food at a decent price and also have a tranny clown like, you know, solicitate. So yeah. you know, you kinda wanna a mixture of that. I walked to the restaurant from where I parked and there was a nice lady standing on the corner and she smiled at me and I smiled back at her. I kept walking. I went to the restaurant. I told my friend who lives here in San Francisco that I parked on the street and I have my suitcases in my car. He's like, we have to go out and move. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. And while we were walking back to go move my car, 
I saw that nice lady again who smiled at me. But this time, she was grabbing money out of a person's hand, and I looked into that person's other hand, and it had crack rocks in it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And that was fun. And that was <laughs> exhilarating. Because I was talking about last night, and it wasn't even a, a bit. I was just riffing about how weed, now that it's legal in California yeah. or other places, it's just not... It's not really cool, cool anymore. I haven't really smoked this whole year. It's just been. It's not. It's not. It as wasn't until it became legal that I started. <laughs> because it's it's definitely convenient and pretty neat that you could just go into a store yeah. and buy whatever. Yeah, yeah. Anything weird things you didn't think would ever get you high. Oh yeah. But it's not as cool as like throwing caution to the wind and putting all your faith in some guy named Raul that you. Yeah. Met through somebody else, yeah, at at somebody's work who was a busboy there, and that you're meeting in a shady Carl's Jr. parking lot. Yeah. So my here here's your a brother's name's Raul. I actually have. I think he used to sell me weed. I probably He's, did. <laughs> so my my first weed dealer was this guy named Ahmed, and he was a Persian guy who thought he was a black guy. He had the crazy cornrows and the grills and stuff. And we worked at Hollywood Video together. He's an Asian guy that thought he was a black guy. Persian guy. Persian. Okay. Yeah. Even better. Um, and uh, we worked at Hollywood Video together, and so I would I would like text him like, hey man, you know, let me get some tonight, and he'd be like, what size shoes do you want? And I'm like, the code, the yeah, code, I love that. And so, <laughs> and uh, every time you know we were, every time we were uh, trying to figure out what you know what that code was, ooh, nice. Um, you know what size shoes you wear? I'm like, I don't know, man. Like twelves, like twelve and a half if they're Nikes. Right. What if, <laughs> that's something that needs to be discussed beforehand yeah. before yeah. you go what's asking. Our, what's our reference point? Like, and, and I think what he was getting to was the deal was is that you know he had like a you know fifty dollar bag and a sixty dollar eight. You know, which thinking about prices now was I was getting ripped off as a small. Well, no, child. it was like black market before it yeah. was legal. It cost more. It did cost, and there, it's just not—it's being grown so much more plentifully now. Right now, now it's just the cup runneth over, you know. But anyway, so we, the, our our move was we worked at Hollywood Video together. We would drive over to another Hollywood Video that had a dark parking lot behind it, and that's where we would do our transaction. Isn't it kind of funny how today that how silly that sounds? Oh it's yeah, so outdated. <laughs> All every part of it, except for the texting. Like I. Never dealt with that. It was all just phone calls. Phone calls, yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I didn't really like talking like, to him that much. Or AOL. <laughs> yeah. I would have been like... Dude. And he would jump in the car and like fucking look over his shoulder like seven times. And then like then throw it out in my cup holder. And then I would like slide the money over. What was his name? Ahmed. Ahmed. Yeah. Well, Ahmed, do you... When we're on the phone, I'm like, do you really think the government's listening right now? <laughs> do you really, you really think, think they care? I mean, they, over they weren't bag. before... 2001 (laughs) and now even if they are like I used to always think about that I'm like do they care about some college kid selling weed right exactly yeah I think they care that I'm getting some ecstasy yeah (laughs) wild guess yeah the funniest thing is if you talk to any real big potheads they're like I don't want it to be legalized it should be decriminalized they're ruining it the government's gonna tax it and it's gonna be corporate like big tobacco and it's like man but don't you want to not get arrested 
<laughs> I know that does make it way less cool that it's legal yeah. and you're not going to get arrested, but, like, it's kind of nice to, like, on the rare occasion that I do indulge in it, right. to not have to worry. Like, I remember just being high and not being able to make eye contact with people because I was like, they're going to know. Because <laughs> you're super paranoid. Like, yeah, yeah. God. Or, like, you spray yourself with something gross smelling <laughs> just to mask the odor. That's that's why Axe body spray is a thing. You know, it was a product of our societal fear of reeking like pot. Exactly. And it smelled close enough to pot where you're like, I'll just spray this on and now it's just Axe body spray. So it's like, I'm kind of cool. Yeah. yeah. But, like, so I'm just trying to hide this. Sauce. Kind of cool. Thank you. Ooh, special sauce. Awesome. Nothing gets my dick hard like hearing special sauce. <laughs> He made it just for you. <laughs> That's so cool. Um, but yeah, I'm good. Thank you. Here's one of the, one of the funniest uh, weed smoking stories I had. You know, super close call, and I was like, me and my buddy Nick. Um, I guess I shouldn't call him out, but we were smoking weed together at Outside Lands, which is a big. Wait, fest. what's his social security number? Yeah, it starts with like a six two seven. And By the way, how weird would it be if you knew someone else's social security number? Yeah, I know. Well, I mean. It wouldn't be that weird if I stole their identity. Yeah, I mean, if you're a scammer, I guess. It would yeah. <laughs> but that or would be crazy. Or spouses, you know, I guess. Yeah. I guess. But even then, you got to keep something secret. <laughs> That's the yeah. one you want? <laughs> I don't know my spouses. Yeah. Yeah, you shouldn't So you're smoking weed outside Outside Lands. We're at Outside Lands, big music festival in San Francisco. And we were like, dude, we gotta go. We got to go smoke this blunt, man, because Fish is about to play in like 20 minutes. And it's <laughs> It's one of the widest things I've ever said. Which okay. is the only way to enjoy. Calm down, you guys. <laughs> but, uh, so we, we, we go around this corner of this little fence, and it's kind of shady, shaded with trees and stuff, and we're like, this is the spot to get high. And so we start, we light up, and we're smoking. And for a while, there's no big deal. We're just smoking a joint, passing back and forth. And then all of a sudden, around the corner, like six police officers in full uniform just come walking up. I'm like, oh, fuck. What year was this? Um, I don't know. You could look up when Fish played Outside Lands, and that's when it was. Okay, um, but it was it was probably like uh, five five years ago or something like that. San Francisco. We're in San Francisco. Yeah, they didn't give a so shit. So they walked up to us, and we're like, "Oh shit, put it down, put it down!" And we kind of duck down between us, and they kind of walk by us. And the last one bends down and is like, "Hey guys, thanks for putting it down. And, you know, showing respect, but it's cool. Have a great weekend." And we're like. <laughs> What the wow. fuck just happened? I honestly thought the story was going to end that they were going to give you a ticket for littering for dropping it. Like, pick that shit up. <laughs> <laughs> no, he was just like, yeah, hey, thanks for keeping it low, but, you know, have a good time, guys. Have a good weekend. Thank you, officer. <laughs> no, I will say this. Like, San Francisco cops are definitely cool. They are, they're, they're, they don't really harp on the little shit. Yeah, exactly. Daily City and Como, though, fuck those guys. Those, those guys, guys look for anything. You. For sure. Yeah. I Where's could, Daly City? It's just south of San Francisco. It's the next city south. You've probably actually gone through Yeah, it, for sure. Honest. It's the gateway to the peninsula. Got it. Got it. I can't believe you memorized that sign. I lived in Daly City for several years. <laughs> and I would pass it. I'm like, your whole city's claim to fame is that you're the city you go through to get to San Francisco. <laughs> well, Colma's famous for having more dead people than live people. That's true. I think they Where? even had Colma. Colma. I think they even had a musical or something. Oh, I don't. I didn't know about the musical. Yeah, I think they had so Wyatt, Wyatt Earp is buried in Colma, which is kind of crazy. That's pretty cool. Just south, of, just south of Daly City, or southeast, or whatever. 
Yeah, and so uh, apparently the reason for that is that they uh, dug up all the people in San Francisco and moved them, and to, moved them to Cola. Yeah, isn't that weird? That's why there's a lot of hauntings in San Francisco. They didn't get all of them. Yeah, you can't get all of them. I mean, you're going to lose some people, especially like some Chinese people and stuff who, you know. Can that... white people haunt? Sure, yeah, why not? I don't know. You always hear about Indian burial. Ah, burial burial grounds. That's true. Yeah, I don't know. It's a good reason to bring up. I, think, uh, I feel like when white people. I'm only racist when it comes to ghosts. Yeah. <laughs> well, this go, is a white ghost whites white. only haunting. Yeah. The only difference is when a white person haunts the house, the How, pro- uh, property values. Maybe it's just because everyone who had died, all the white people who had died, were still racist. So when they come up and they see, oh, it's an Asian family, ooh, and they just leave, you know. They don't, they I, don't, like, I don't want to communicate with these people. <laughs> I mean, I'm, that's my. It guess. could be. Hilarious. I'm guessing it's science. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I know. Feel <laughs> so free to use that. That's pretty terrible. <laughs> Maybe I will. <laughs> uh, so, uh, let's know how the how the how's the family been going. I mean, you know, last Great, time we man. talked to you, it was. Uh, yeah, I was getting. I was preparing. Yeah, exactly. It's great. It's definitely challenging. But all the shit people... I guess it was nice, but it it meant well, and it worked out, because people all tried to scare me and fear-monger me about oh, having yeah. a kid, and it's been great, and it's been really nice. I wake up with my daughter. Sometimes she sleeps until, until like, 9, 9.30. Oh, nice. Which is especially nice on those nights that I'm out at the comedy store until, like, one, two in the morning. Yeah, exactly. And then I just take care of her all. We change her diaper, uh, feed her, take her on a walk with the dog, play with her, then she naps. Then we go have lunch with my wife on her work break. Then we come back, we run some errands, she naps in the car a little bit, we play at home, we go for another walk, she naps for a long time. It gives me an opportunity to work out or do work or just lay down and rest. Then I give her dinner. I mean, I don't need to take you through the whole thing, but it's... She's basically living my dream. Yeah. Yeah? (laughs) Yeah, babies are living the dream. Yeah. So, listening to your podcast, you were saying that uh, you were guessing having a kid would only change your life 20%. 25. 25, I'm sorry. And I would... I'm I'm proud to say it's probably at about 50. Okay. Which everyone's like, oh, it's every... It's going to be over 100% different. Like, yeah. How do you quantify that? Yeah, I've never really bought that. There are, I feel like, some people, it could, it could change it. 100%. I think for those people, they're looking for a way out of the life that they have already. Right. Right. And they just, they're like, all right, have a kid. I guess I have to go to sleep at eight thirty now. <laughs> uh, have a kid. Guess I'm never gonna have fun ever again. And I'm not a big drinker. I barely ever drink. Mm-hmm. Rarely smoke pot anymore. But I'm still out. I'm yeah. still social. Still right. make social appointments. Still do cool things. Life, I'm telling anyone out there that has kids or wants to have kids or is expecting, life doesn't end when you have a fucking kid. Right. We I just, bring the kid along with us for a lot of stuff. Yeah, I'll just bring the baby to the bar. Yeah, Throw exactly. brandy on the I've gums, seen it, yeah. You know? Yeah. I've seen it. They're I've seething. Seen it. That's that's a thing, right? You give them a little alcohol on the gums and then they stop. Yeah, that was like a thing in the twenties, but you know it's time it's to bring cool. it back. Eighties parenting was a little fucked up. <laughs> so that was just my childhood. I discovered them. <laughs> yeah. Not you guys. People, no. people did that. My bad. I guess that's yeah. Just yeah, it was end of the eighties, but yeah, there's there's some shit that probably went down that wouldn't fly nowadays. 
So I feel like nothing flies now. Yeah, my mom's like, the crib that you slept in would kill a baby now. I was like, why'd you let me sleep until I was four? Yeah. Because you're hardcore now. Yeah, that's Yeah, true. the crib was made of asbestos. Yeah. You know? But it's because asbestos doesn't catch on fire. <laughs> it's actually kind of funny because I did have a couple friends that have kids and, like, a lot of the stuff they buy, I'm like, like... I mean, baby monitors make sense, but like cameras and stuff. Like, well, why do you need to see? I mean, if the baby's crying, you don't need to really see. It. Like, I survived that shit. We didn't have cameras. Yeah, like, cavemen had didn't have that. Yeah, shit. Yeah, you got to figure that shit out. It's called natural selection. <laughs> yeah, part of the little mobile thing falls in your mouth. You got to learn to spit that shit out. Yeah, if you don't pull it out, you wasn't meant to. Yeah, be. yeah exactly. Somebody told me get rid of your mobile because the baby could choke on it. Or I was like, you, you know. Choke on my dick. Get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> yeah, I mean, at, at some point, you know, that's part of the learning process as, as a little kid. You know, you got to learn, don't touch the hot stove, because that fucking sucks. You only ever had to do it once. <laughs> and it's I still haven't learned that lesson. I do it all the time. It's got to lick the finger first. It's yeah. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, okay. Ooh that's hot. The, the best one is, like, when, when you learn, like, oh, you can light a cigarette on a, a gas stove. holy shit I've been missing this this whole time I had this giant Zippo lighter here my entire life oh how do you get this vape to work just light it on the gas stove (laughs) (laughs) oh man the first time I ever did that I'm like this is a game changer did you burn your beard Uh, at that point I actually didn't have a beard I had a mustache okay so that was gone well yeah well that I had a beard originally but burned off the middle (laughs) (laughs) Just a mustache at that point. But yeah, man, I, I, I'm thinking about bringing the mustache back, you know. Really? Seeing Sandy, I mean. I have the mustache because I think it's weird. For s- certain adults that don't have a baby face, it looks weird to not have facial hair. Yeah. At least like like a five o'clock shadow type beard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was realizing, I look at pictures of myself with the beard, I was like, we're just hiding. <laughs> facial hair is makeup for men. Yeah, that's true. And I was like, you know what? I'm too comfortable with my double chin. I need to have it exposed so that I have to look at it every day and accept it and not just be like, no, I'm not. Yeah, no, no. I got a great jawline under here. No, I need to. Square like Captain America. (laughs) But I also think beards have reached a uh, breaking point. Oh, yeah. Like, I just saw too many people with them, and I was like, and I had a mustache before the beard, so I was like, you know what, I'm just going to go back to who I... The problem I have with the mustache is I get too many people coming up to me saying too many degrading things. Like like I said last night, Ron, Jer- Ron Jeremy. I get um, Ron Jeremy all the time. Really? And yes, from my friends at work who are assholes. Uh, but you look nothing like Ron Jeremy. Thank you for saying that, but I have Except some guys... Dick, I will say. <laughs> thank, for... thank you. It's nice, nice to hear sometimes. He is so gross. He is. He's a disgusting man. Right? I So I saw him recently. I've worked with him several times. Never remembers me. I've played his son twice. <laughs> One time in the opening sketch of a porno called Jurassic Cock. Oh, my God. Where he's like, teach me how to pick up chicks. <laughs> my friend owned a, owns a porn company. He's like, Everyone's going to watch that now. Like oh. We're all going to research He called it. me with t- Jurassic Cock with Tanner Mays. I swear to God. I believe you. <laughs> And um, my friend who owns a porn company is like, you want to make 50 bucks today? I was like, wait, how? Whose dick do I have to suck? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, 
And then I played his son in the, in a sketch on one of Pauly Shore's Showtime specials. <laughs> and I got to, it was when Brie Olsen was really popular for the yeah, Charlie yeah, Sheen yeah. thing. And I got to, it was a scene where I was like fucking her. Nice. And Ron Jeremy comes in, he's like, son, what are you doing? <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah. And he, but, you say but he doesn't worked, remember you. He doesn't, never remembers me. And he's disgusting looking. And he looks like, like a fat, bloated master splinter from... Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Like like I said last night, I was like, he looks like Master Splinter's older, grosser brother, Driftwood. <laughs> and you know what's funny is like you look you look at old pictures and video of Ron Jeremy. Ron Jeremy was never an attractive man. Like how did that happen? No, but he also wasn't he didn't used to be fat. Yeah, that's true. He he was actually fit. It, it's got it's yeah. gotten worse. But I mean he was never like Because he has a huge dick and he can count down to his orgasm. When yeah, I was on set for a, that porno and I watched the whole thing, unfortunately, he was like, okay, count down from 20. And at wow. zero, he fucking blasted. And it was pretty, pretty impressive. impressive. Yeah. What if they reset it? Could he reset? <laughs> Probably, yeah. He's, I mean, that guy cut, is a cut, prof- cut. Oh, Other than the narcolepsy, he's a true professional. <laughs> and the B.O. It smells really bad. That's, okay, I was about to bring it up, but you beat me to it. I, I didn't know if that was true now, but I heard he purposely, like, will smell on set. And it's like a weird, like, power trick. Yeah. Purposefully. Ugh. At least that's what I heard. He's just gross, man. He's gross. I was in LAX the other day, and he walked into the bathroom. And it was a real dark moment for me because I walked past him, and we were wearing the same thing. <laughs> like a ratty old t-shirt. Mine was intentionally vintage. I don't think his was. It was yeah. like a free shirt he got... 15 years ago that yeah. just got ratty sweatpants and crocs and i was just like man i gotta make some changes in my life <laughs> papa is that you um it was like seeing me in the future and uh, i was like you're like nope nope yeah no no making no, changes real, real ebenezer scrooge it was like a looper moment it was the porn parody of looper <laughs> yeah where, where instead of growing up to be bruce willis <laughs> Just grow up to be a gross asshole. It's a horror. It's the horror movie. Yeah. <laughs> and you didn't take him out. You didn't, yeah. you didn't bust out the gun. <laughs> and I think he's really poor. Well, I mean, he features a lot of. I, I don't know, but I guess he can't be still. Either that, or he's just frugal because he drives like a piece of shit car. And, yeah. But I'll say this: he's always with some young chick, and it's like, how much do you have to love a big dick? To deal with the to rest deal of with the rest of him, like how pathetically <laughs> desperate do you have to be for a big dick? Isn't he, he also has the title of being killed off, right? In most movies, like in, in actual film. Yeah, yeah, I think he does get killed. He doesn't get killed in Detroit Rock City. He's just the strip club DJ. You yeah, know that? yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh man, speaking of strip clubs, I actually my uh, one of my nerdy confessions was going to be. Uh, I went to my first Vegas strip club over the weekend. Congratulations. And holy shit. I had no idea what I thought was going to be there, but I'm talking like a hundred different girls just all walking around asking for my money. And uh, yeah, it was, it was a fun time. I support my city. I've only been to San Francisco. <sighs> Man. How are the strip clubs here? Uh, well, dude, I haven't gone in like 10 years. Gold but... Club has an excellent buffet. Yeah, but that's during the day. Yeah, exactly. What is, it like, what is it like? Was it like $7.99? I don't know. I feel... $11.99? I'm like not going to knock on a strip club buffet. 
but I don't know. <laughs> Some strip clubs have really good food. Yeah. But if there's naked people walking and then there's open food, dude, I'm not sure those are two things I want to cross. Yeah, it's not that bad. Maybe if it was something I ordered, a la carte. But I don't yeah. want buffet. <laughs> yeah, buffet is pretty gross. I'm not a big fan of going to strip clubs, but I go on the road with people who are. Yeah. So I've had to go to a lot of them. Sure. And, um... I just don't feel comfortable with both the strippers and the people that go the there who to are see there. the strippers. And there's no judgment, but it's just like... I feel like when well, I... If you're going to spend all this money, just go get an escort. Yeah. Well, I feel like when I'm sitting there, too, I was looking around. My friends, you know, that have these beautiful women just sitting on top of them doing God knows what. And I just sat there. And I'm like, you know, I feel like we're taking a real step back as a society <laughs> Just because there are places like this. You it know? just seems like it's meant for married guys who want to cheat but don't have the balls to. Right, exactly. See, and I, I'm the awkward person. I love talking to people. I feel like I can talk to anyone. A stranger sits next to me. I'm like, I'm just going to strike a conversation. It's a little weird when someone's trying to take your money for grinding on you. And you're just like, so what's up? Yeah. <laughs> so come here often? Day? I can only have a conversation. I always just try to chat them up. Yeah, I do too. And it's, you know. But I always open with, I'm not going to give you any money. But if you want to talk and you're bored, I'm, I'm here. Yeah. Because my friend's the one that's like, you know, doing a strip club thing. Yeah, exactly. Or I'll be like, gay, but like, love what you're wearing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, you know, it was an interesting experience for sure. And I mean, there there was a couple, couple girls who were really nice. And, you know, we sat there and chatted for a while, you know, smoked cigarettes and stuff. And, Vegas strip you know, clubs will fuck you. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure that's happening. One time I... I'm sure I, like... There are girls there that I didn't even see who are just constantly in the room, VIP rooms, you know? And, uh, yeah. And apparently some of them make, like, you know, $100,000 a year, $200,000 a year. What? Yeah. And they fly, in they fly into Vegas for the weekend. They don't even live there. What? I met one stripper who lives in the marina here in San Francisco. Well, she has to be a stripper in Vegas to live in the marina. Oh, yeah, I know. In North Dakota, the strippers make over a million dollars. What? Because what? it's... Oil country, new oil. Oh yeah, is and, there a lot of gay guys and, out no. there? No, I'll go out there. <laughs> it's yeah. I'll give it up yeah. for. I'll give it up for. Probably not, but there's. It's so few women there. Yeah, that the circles they do have, and they they have so much money, disposable income. They just give it to the strippers. Wow. Whoa. So, any of our hot lady listeners out there, if you need to go to college still, and you need to pay for it. North Dakota, Dakota. Was it? North Dakota? North Dakota. North Dakota. South Dakota is a little bit less country like that. <laughs> Just big old belt buckles and wads of cash. Before we run out of time, I did want to ask in your last set. Um, so where we sat, there was like some college girls. So uh-huh. lots of us. Oh, yeah. And they were a little, little, uh, little chatty, little, little out of, uh, out of term, maybe. Yeah, yeah. They were fine. See, like you were very kind. I was like, "Oh, he's gonna rip into them." I'm not a rip into people thing per, kind of comic. I'm more of a, I'll keep coming back to you and giving the, give you the attention you're desperately asking for, <laughs> and try to weather the storm by being nice and making you feel bad for being a shitty person. <laughs> and, and maybe, maybe it's like there's something weird and sick as an audience member. It's like, oh, if someone gets out of pocket, like 
I definitely want to see this person get put in their place. Yeah. And I was like waiting for it. I was like, oh, he's so kind. He's I so did. Nice. I did put them in their place because they got offended by one of the jokes I told, which was like such a throwaway joke that I don't even do anymore. I just did it last night where I go, you're looking at me like I'm about to rape you. I'd never rape anyone. I'm too lazy. Yeah. I you mean right. I gotta run after you, hold you down, and have sex with you? What kind of Iron Man triathlon is this? She's like, that's too far. And I was like, <laughs> there was, that's what I'm trying to say. There was someone else. I'm over here, you're over there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's funny. There was, there was someone else you got to with something similar where you're like, my turns. It's like, it's not gonna be you. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm not into you. And I was like, that is so good. I was like, that was really Oh, that was good. the same girl. Oh, yeah. Sick. I was like, that was hilarious. I was, and I was I, like, it's not gonna happen, me and you. That's what it was, yes. Yeah. yes. And I was like, dude, that was such a great way to get them to stop. Uh, and they did. They did mellow out after that. Yeah. They t- came up and talked to me. I thought they hated me because I they didn't they they it was an averse reaction to the rape joke, which is like it's I'm obviously anti-rape. Yeah, it's horrible, Most but I think are. it just you know it's one of those trigger words. Yeah, and exactly. I understand that, but and I'm not I'm not the type of comic to to go out and be shocking for the sake of being shocking or to hurt people's feelings, and I'm sensitive to the way people feel, but. A funny joke is a funny joke. Well, and, right. I, and that's a funny angle on that. Yeah, you know, exactly. that no one else has done, so... Yeah, I think there's ways of being insensitive, and then there's just like... I mean, I don't think there's any insensitive thing about that. It's not that you're you're making fun of rape victims or, you know, the situation in general, but it's like, it's a funny joke. No, I'm not going to do that because I'm a late... You know, I'm lazy, and you're way over there. No, yeah. oh, wait. Not because you're morally opposed to it? No, because I'm too lazy. Yeah, I'm too lazy, yeah. And that's it, the joke. That's people the, don't fucking understand. Yeah. Well, I think a lot of... In, particularly San Francisco, it's a little rough where people tend to be a little bit too sensitive to stuff. Right. But, but that's st- why I went hard on that stuff because, you know what? I didn't... I know you came to a comedy club, but that's exactly why I'm going to do that stuff. Because you came to a comedy club. Yeah, you didn't exactly. go to an auditorium to hear a TED Talk. Yeah. You didn't go to church to hear a sermon. You came to a fucking comedy club to hear jokes. Right. And you're not going to be the one to dictate what jokes those are. Right. Well, and I've had... Do that, you just sit at home on a, you know, yeah. on iTunes or Make whatever. Make a fucking playlist of what jokes you like then. Yeah. <laughs> on, on YouTubes. <laughs> and I've had that conversation with friends where, like, I made a joke. They're like, whoa, dude, you gotta be careful. Like, dude, well, first off, you fucking know me. Like, yeah. It's not like you right. just met Second me, of all, like, we're sitting in my house. I so, like, how to, far is this going to go? I got in an argument with a friend who was listening to my podcast. One of my best friends. He had a baby two days before me and my wife did, him and his wife. And he listens to my podcast and disagrees. He's one of those people who thinks your whole life's going to change and you got to do everything around the baby instead of incorporating the baby into your life. And he showed up at my birthday and he was really pissed about something he listened to on my <laughs> podcast on the way over and he was on Adderall to do work and he was just like laying into me about all these things and like really really going after me and then so I was like he's he's pretty he's pretty woke if you will <laughs> he had dreadlocks in high school Ooh. and so I started doing this I was woke like I'm thinking about doing this new bit um retarded versions of your favorite comedians like R- retarded Rodney Dangerfield like I get no respect I tell you can't even find a ramp at a skate park <laughs> or like retarded Mitch Hedberg like <laughs> like 
If I'm retarded, then you guys are just tarded. <laughs> and he's like, I can't believe that you would do something so offensive. He like laid oh fucking God. into me so hard and gave me such a condescending, morally superior lecture. Yeah. And I was like, I feel like we know a guy like that. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. One of our friends is, is just like that. He, he's all for like you know if he's cracking jokes this and that but once one of us goes a little too far yeah, it's, it's like dude I don't, I don't even know why you think that's funny and second of all Mitch Hedberg would totally do a fucking joke oh, yeah. like that yeah yeah. Exactly. yeah yeah if Mitch was still here he would he would laugh at that one. Oh yeah and sure. I did retarded Jerry Seinfeld like what's the deal with <laughs> <laughs> it's like you're making noise but you're not communicating <laughs> <laughs> what is this do you do you find like do you uh, really tailor your sets towards like if a city has a particular personality, you kind of lay into that particular city. No, but it, there is just something appealing to knowing like a San Francisco or oh, yeah. a Portland or a Seattle where people walk around with this like, you know, it's like in South Park where they're sniffing their own farts about everything. It's oh like, yeah, this this like. Attitude like I'm a superior evolved human, and I like you should be lucky to be around such a right. benevolent human being. It's like <laughs> people are imperfect. You can't go around judging everybody, especially when it's. I get it when people are just out sure. there being fucking assholes and racist and terrible, right? And espousing hatred that is fucked up and that should never be. But somebody joking. And satirizing that needs to be understood as that and nothing more and not normalizing some hate speech. Yeah, it's not like you're the leader of the, the free world saying these terrible things. It's like, you know, we're here at a comedy club. This is the point of this transaction that we're having between us. You know, it's like don't make me agree with people on the far right, and you're doing that, <laughs> no, and that's, that's, that's a, and that's fucking that's annoying. Great. Like, stop being. Now you're being the like what the Republican Party was in the '90s when they brought Frank Zappa to testify in front of Congress about censorship. That's literally what all these fucking woke people are doing, and it's preposterous. <laughs> so good. That, can you imagine Frank Zappa? In any sort of professional, Dude, we need him now so uh, bad. We need him now more than ever. He's he's like the spokesman of of weird and out there, and you know, and he he would not be part of the woke movement. He'd be on the the opposite side of that. I oh, yeah, I for firmly sure. believe. Well, cool, man. Well, we appreciate you taking the time. Why Dude, we'll it's let you great go. to do this in person. Yes. I'm happy to do it again anytime I'm in town. Yeah, let us yeah. know. Anytime I'm not in town over Skype, we'll figure it out. Yeah, and let us know, like, uh, you know, what you got going on. Um, I know you got the podcast, Motherfuckers, is still going. Yep, Motherfuckers, a parenting podcast. iTunes will rip you off of every dollar they possibly can, but they won't allow you to write fuckers in the title of a <laughs> podcast, so it's F. Asterix, 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 ERS. Yeah. I remember when I first had to look it up, I was like, what the fuck? Where is this? And then I, I started doing like the, you know, like the pound sign, exclamation point, just throwing random symbols in there, hoping it would pop up. Just search Sandy Danto. That's yeah. actually what I did. That's, that's the way <laughs> I found it. I like to make it as difficult as possible for myself. Or type in Mother F and just see what yeah. happens. Yeah, Mother F. Uh, cool, man. Well, we appreciate you taking the time. Thank you. Yeah, and, uh, check out my Instagram at oh, Sandy yeah. Danto, and uh, hopefully I'll be coming to it. Same for Twitter. 
Hopefully, I'll be coming to a town near you. Yeah, check it out, guys. And uh, thanks, Christian, for uh, always fun picking always. me up and giving me a ride to this place. Awesome. And then uh, to all the nerds out there, remember, you're not alone. You're with friends. This is Christian. Thank you. Oh yeah. Oh yeah.